us and we get to see and listen to, remember and accept. I love to taste the truth of love to Arta's words. <coughs> week, <clears throat> I'm going to see a person who is going to die prison. Uh, he is one of the, our friends who practiced here for several a couple of years. <clears throat> he is going to die with cancer. So, throat cancer. Um, I think uh, the not only me, I, but also most of you has to face this kind of reality uh, and uh, realize uh, difficulties because we don't know how to deal with that situation. And the person, and also you don't know how to, how to deal with yourself. So much as you don't know how to deal with that person who is going to die. I think, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, in Buddhism, uh, we don't have a particular way or particular program how to deal with this kind of situation. I think in the Christianity, I, I think the, they have already a long history of how to deal with those people. So in the future, I think the we will have to think about. Um, I don't know how to say a certain program or a way to deal with this person when you see him or her. You are priest or not, whether you are priest or not. Anyway, we have to think about this. I think today uh, the, I would like to say a uh, few points. The one point is that uh, we have to 
understand very deeply human suffering, pain. Suffering and pain never go away. Even though you attain enlightenment, or even though you become Buddha, or Bodhisattva, or Saint, whatever you call, suffering, pain never go away. The more you are Bodhisattva deeply, you really see uh, the minute vibration, vibration of suffering coming up from the depths of your heart. So even in Japan, I think if they, we have a certain uh, preconceptions, so when you become a Zen priest, you have to die uh, in uh, with a certain position, you know, certain position, Zazen, or you have to die peacefully. Uh, but I think the Strictly speaking, there is no particular pattern how to die. It's completely free. I don't think you should have a certain pattern how to, how to die peacefully or happily. You can have, and you can have an idea how to die. What is a happy death? You can have, but no guarantee. When you really face directly the death itself, no guarantees. So, because death is not something objectified, you want to see, but you are right there. There is no space for you to look at it, look at the death objectively. No way. You are there and you cannot be a vegetable person. You must be alive there. <coughs> so still, instead of, you have, still you have to, uh, understand how to live from moment to moment instead of looking at the death objectively. That is not so easy for us. So that is a very difficult situation. And also, the, the more the one's end is coming near, the more your emotions, your feelings are very sensitive, very sensitive. And those feelings and, uh, uh, what would you say, emotions and uh, imaginations, uh, memories, uh, your knowledge are really complicated, come together and complicated. So within this, among those, among those emotions of feeling, I think uh, the, there is a happy, happiness there, unhappiness there, and also anger there. Particularly anger. Anger is, anger, anger is very strong there. 
And also, if you really see strong anger, feeling of anger there, I think you really face the death as it really is, where you have to completely give up. So called resignation. But still, you cannot get over resignation, your resignation. You say, I am, I give up. But still, you cannot get over resignation, a feeling of resignation. So that is real suffering. Uh, I mentioned a little bit about the silence in my book, first chapter. Do you, do you remember? I think you should read that one. That is too strong in the because it comes in the front, you know, front page. So it's very strong, but uh, um, I don't explain so much about the Buddhist silence, but that is a very good suggestion for you. Because whatever you say in a term or the for, for the, as a poem, or as uh, what would you say, uh, sympathetic words from you or from others, from the saint, from Buddha's Bodhisattva, whatever. Okay, particular poem. You can compose a poem about death, about you who really face death as it, it really is. You can explain it. But explanation of death in a poem is, for me, kind of, uh, what would you say, exquisite scream. Pretty beautiful. But still nothing but scream. So that is really suffering. It's very beautiful, but uh, it's still suffering. So human suffering is a human suffering, human pain. It's not something you try to create or you try to remove. It's already there. Particularly at uh, the last, once, last moment, that pain really come up and really conspicuous for you. That's why it's very difficult to be with it. So you should understand this one. So, But I don't mean you shouldn't give any words to him or her who is going to die. I don't mean this. You have to give. If there is something you want to give, you should give it. But the point is, you have to understand what is the suffering at the one people's last moment. You should know this. Uh, so I think the, there are many complica complicated emotions uh, and the person who is die, who is going to die. 
some kind of uh, their uh, feeling, the feeling of uh, resignation and also anger and also despair and also, what would you say, uh, sentimental, sentimental feeling. So most of people going back to past or childhood or parents, native countries, and uh, I am sure, but uh, naturally I am going back to Japan and uh, uh, being intimate with uh, parents and uh, uh, parents are already died, but uh, still uh, my memories, my imagination going to my past life. That's natural. So emotions are very complicated. You have never known before. So that's why the more you become older and older, the more you become child because, you know, the gradually you can see the human life as a whole. So very naturally you are going back to the past, you know. Past means a child, child life, childhood life. Uh, with the parents, with the trees, the circumstances. Not only the people, with living with the people, living with the persimmons in the, in the in your yard. You know, you really feel something from persimmons. You know, if I am here, but I can, I can. My imagination is going back to that. So that is very natural. That's why. At, at the person's last moment, there are many complicated feelings there. And then, no solution there. No solution. Nothing to grasp it. You just accept it, face it, and just live with it, with them. That's it. So that's why finally nothing you, the people really realize that there is nothing to grasp, nothing to find the solutions of the, about the emotions, about the, you know, the imaginations about the life and death, etc. So finally you can really, uh, you, you will come to reach a certain stage that is resignation. You completely give up. But still in the realm of resignation, your resignation, still your emotions, your consciousness vibrated very minutely. That is called suffering what you never get over. The feeling of resignation. Do you understand that one? Never. Never mind. I don't miss it. You don't, you don't understand. Never mind, okay. But that is human suffering. So I think the, if you go to the hospital, the doctor always try to uh, take the, try to uh, the, uh, cure the sickness. But in a modern society, I think uh, not everyone, but the, Doctor's responsibility is just to, to uh, cure the sickness. Nurses should have responsibility for taking care of patients. 
So all of the responsibilities are all separate between nurses and doctors. But I think doctors and nurses should come together and work together. Doctor, what I mean is that the doctor also they should take care of patient. Understanding this very deep suffering, human suffering, when people really face his or her last moment, I think ten out of the hundred are completely suffering from this from death. Even though I say, I'm ready to die, no guarantee. Maybe I am struggling and scream, help, probably. One of them teachers says, uh, I don't want to die. When one of his uh, disciples asked him, you know, what do you think about death? He said, I don't want to die. But you know, disciples didn't expect such a, a statement because they believed that he, their teacher was exactly great than masters. The master should say, I am happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is happy. <coughs> Send teachers very straightforward to the death. I think that means you should understand really deep suffering, human suffering and pain. Otherwise you cannot be there. Otherwise you cannot explain. Otherwise you cannot say about suffering or pain. The Another the point is, I think you should have the feeling of a togetherness. Okay. Togetherness means, uh, of course, the in terms of idea of death between you and the patient, are separate. There, there is a separation. That is idea, okay? When you see, when you see idea of death, there is a separation between you and patient. But reality, in terms of reality, true reality, there is no separations. You and patient who is die is exactly one. That's why you want to be there with him or her and also you want to serve him or her. If she wants to have a cup of water, you can give it, you know. You can serve her, you can serve him. Uh, the Ikkyu's and master uh, told to a person named uh, uh, the Yamana, she's Japanese, uh, Yamana, 
uh, who, who was going to die, and he really wanted to see the Ikkyuzen master before he died. So uh, the, the Mr. Yamana did ask him, uh, am I going to die? Ikkyuzen master says that um, your end is near. I am going to die, others going to die. And this is very important, do you understand? Nothing to say to, nothing to particular, nothing particular to say to, uh, what to say, to make, make him feeling comfortable. But uh, you can share. You can share. He can share his suffering with us. Now you can share, you, we can share our suffering and with him. So life and death, we can share life and death with him and he can share his life and death with us. Because his death is not the something persimmons, you know, on the tree you can see objectively. Sooner or later, not sooner or later, right now probably you die. So no guarantee anyway, in a minute. So you are going to die, but I am going to die. And also others are going to die. That's ecumenism. Ikkyuzen Master mentions. But this statement should come from, anyway, deep understanding of human suffering. When the people face, face at, at their last moment, okay, then you can really share your life and death with him or her. So that is, that, that's why I say you should have a feeling of togetherness. So it, it is not an idea of feeling of a togetherness. That means you should do it. You should do. That's why that is, that is the practice. Okay, practice. Hold the hands or rub the back. Also, the cup of water, or just being present by him or her. This is a feeding practice, actual practice of feeding of togetherness. <coughs> if you're feeling it, if your heart is very warm and compassionate, very naturally, your presence really affects this patient, even though you don't say. That's why that kind of uh, compassion, feeling of compassion cannot, cannot be gotten overnight. Do you understand? Day to day you have to practice this. That's why I mention always day to day's life. 
Even though you don't like it or you like it, sometimes you have to do it. Even though you don't like him or her, you should deal with the human beings with a compassion anyway. That's practice really affects your life and that practice makes your personality mature. In other words, make the persimmon ripe. Okay? Otherwise, you cannot get such a Buddhist compassion, Buddhist wisdom overnight. So that's everyday life practices kind of seems to seems to be a very tiny uh, trifle things, very small things you can do. Because uh, someone comes I don't like and then I should make my mind kind and be kind to him, be compassionate to him or her. That's it. Not fancy stuff. But this kind of practice is very important for us, day to day. But a psychologist maybe not say in that way. If you are angry, you should express anger. Maybe so. But you should think, appropriate place or time, how you express you know, your anger. You cannot express your anger, feeling of anger, in recklessly. So I think this is a, 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 a practice for us as a Buddhist. Okay. Uh, one more point is that there I think the, you should be constantly in the realm of oneness. Okay. I think this, uh, the Buddhist take, uh, the understanding of the world, understanding the world is a little different from uh, Usual human knowledge, a way of understanding the human world. In other words, according to human knowledge, we first we try to uh, classify the all all beings, the trees, vegetations, and human beings, and the pebbles, some waters, and then. Next, you have to analyze how many trees, how many vegetation in the world. And then you try to analyze again and again, and then finally you can see the sameness. Okay? Finally. And then the pebble and the water and human beings all are anyway separate it first and analyze it and analyze it again and again and finally you, your analysis come together to one point. Is that clear? This is our usual way of understanding, way of having the human knowledge. 
But the inner Buddha is a little different. Different. Before you uh, separate all things, anyway, human beings and also trees, birds and the pebbles and death and life and and all airs and all sentient beings, craziness and all stuff, okay? Visible and invisible, all are one. This is first. And then you say, this is one, okay? This is a gra- case of the grasses, and then so-called it is a one. Because it is one. Okay? Tebu is one. Karagiri is one. Being. So, uh, in, in, in terms of usual knowledge, okay, common sense, if you say this is one being, at that time this is one, but another being is there. Separated from death. Okay? Do you understand? But in, in terms of Buddhistic idea, this is one means already we accept oneness. Same and oneness completely from the beginning. Before you poke ahead into, into the separations. Okay? All one. And then pick up this one. It's called one being. So, can't you see the little different? Can you? You know, if I say in in Buddhistic view, if I say this is one being, at that time this one being exists in the big, huge realm of their existence. Do you understand? But. Uh, in terms of usual human knowledge, if you say this is one, that is a separation in the, in the realm of separations. So that's why all the separated beings there, around the one. So this is, at that time, this one being is nothing but one of the all, one of all. But in Buddhism, why? Is all. One in all. Okay? In other words, one is exactly one. That's it. In other words, uh, for, uh, for example, if the people call me, you are crazy. Okay? But actually, let's imagine, actually I am crazy. I am behaving a certain crazy way. And that time people call me, you are crazy. But at that time I don't know it. I don't say I'm not crazy. (laughs) So if you are exactly one, you don't know it. But you don't know it, but you really say, you really say, yes, I am crazy, because I am doing in a crazy way. That is one being. One being exactly. But in my knowledge, don't know it. Doesn't know it. How crazy I am. But reality is exactly clear. 
I, I know it, you know it, trees know it, skies know it, all such beings know me. How you are, how much you are crazy. Is that clear, you know? <laughs> so in terms of Buddhistic idea, I think before, I, in the beginning I mentioned, so you shouldn't have a certain particular way of die, death. How to die, what particular happy way of uh, death. It's not necessary to have. Whatever kind of way of way of being die, it's all right, you know. Because you are in the huge realm of uh, existence, universe. So screaming at uh, at your last moment, you are screaming and struggling and die. The other person is dying and very peacefully. The other person is dying in the setting ninja zen. The other person die, are dying anyway, chanting the name of Buddha Sunday itself. The other person are anyway, anger, screaming anger, expressing anger and hatred and fighting and etc. That's fine. Whatever kind of a way of die, being die, it's fine. But the point is, point is, I think your mental and psychological death, in other words, psychological uh, footwork of death, must be uh, pretty light. Uh, how can I say it? The mental, psychological footwork, footwork, footwork of death. In other words, whatever kind of in what, whatever kind of uh, a type of death you are in, okay, you must be your mental and psychological footwork of death must be uh, flexible, light. In other words, you must be always right in the middle of broad scale of universe. Because broad scale of universe is sameness or oneness, we say so, but this is nothing but momentum of energy, that's it. Momentum energy is kind of a stream of flow stream, flow of uh, energies, complete beyond your speculations, beyond good or bad, right or wrong. You just be there. That is the last moment. That's why last moment is very quick. That's it. If you are exactly in the last moment, you don't know it. That is called the Dharma or whole universe, we say. Okay? Whole universe. The Dogen Zenji mentions and the whole universe. Life is uh, 
life of uh, life is a total manifestation of life. Death is total manifestation of death. Totality is a dharma, okay, or whole universe. Or in other words, that it's a, nothing but momentum of energy, okay, beyond your speculation. This is called wholeness or totality or universe, we can say. But this is not the something abstract from us. It is, it must be, we should believe that totality or sameness, wholeness, dharma, or whole universe, cosmos, okay? Believe in that principle called dharma, totality, but this is a, the, this, uh, but the question is how you make it alive in your life. For this, there must be the person who make it alive. The principle of Dharma, principle of universe, or principle of totality is still idea. So we need a person who receives this principle or truth and the totality, whatever you call. There must be person that is called Sangha, we say, in modern, who lives in modern societies. So you need, we need you. World needs you. Totality needs you. Oneness is need you, whoever you are. Oneness is open to everyone. It's need you always. That's why we have to receive it and deal with it and make it alive. At that time we call ki. In Japanese, ki means uh, momentum. Momentum. Uh, key means a kind of, uh, what to say, it's very difficult. Totality, tota- when the totality appears in actual faces of, uh, faces of, uh, your life, at that time, totality is called key. Uh, the whole key means, uh, I don't know, no, no English words, but the key means usually are translated as a, a device, device or the work, work, W-O-R-K, or chance or opportunity, we can say, but still we don't understand. So key means, uh, you know, the uh, American uh, TV, uh, uh, a series of American TV, uh, the, not movie, a uh, story, is called uh, Beat Witch. Oh. <laughs> Beat Witch? Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the woman, daughter, and the mother, both are wit. <laughs> Um, which, you know, do you know the, the daughter always uh, 
uh, do something, uh, you know, at that time she always moved her nose, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> do you understand? Do you know that? At that time I always feel I want to pick it up. <laughs> I want to pinch that nose <laughs> before she does. The, the first moment of uh, her nose moving, I want to pick it up, you know, I want to pinch it. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I am curious of that. Doing that. that is called key. <laughs> that is called key. Uh, whole work, whole work. Uh, in other words, in other words, you have to come back to come back to the first, very first moment, very first moment of uh, your doings and gasho. I mentioned gasho or moving your nose. Anyway, uh, zazen. Anyway, obviously you return to the first moment, very first moment. <coughs> At that time, if you can grasp it, pinch it, that is called key. Okay? That is a place where the Dharma wholeness really work there. Okay? So that is what? That is a simple zazen, simple practice of zazen. If you do it, you can feel it, you can experience it. That is called sameness, okay? Totality, wholeness. So that's why Dogen Zenji mentions life is total manifestation of the life. Death is total manifestation of death. So that means that when you face death, you have to return to the first, very first moment of death. That is very minute, which is called silence. It's very silent, but very move active, so-called momentum of energies. This is everyone returned to. And already we are there. We are there. But we don't pay attention to it usually. That's why we have to practice day to days. Return to, return to that place, return to source. Source is something you should believe in. But next, you, source needs you. So-called, you have to make it alive. That is our practice day to day. Okay? If you need source, so-called dharma or truth, Truth or Dharma needs you, naturally. So, that's why Dogen Zenji always uh, mentions uh, uh, when you become a cook, cook, when you become a cook, you have to, uh, your concentration always going to the vegetation you are dealing with, Naturally, vegetation coming back. I don't. Th I don't mean you should always be imagining that one. So that means day to day, from moment to moment, you have to deal with this. 
vegetations and waters, pans and uh, your clothes and the toilet papers, all things you should deal with in that way. Then all such beings coming back to you. You need the all such beings. All such beings need you. That is our practice day to day. And then at that time, even though uh, you see a person who is a senile or vegetable person or a person with uh, cerebral death, you can deal with them as a Buddha from the beginning to end. and then when, well, uh, I think the, always there is some problem when you deal with a vegetable person and senile, uh, because we always deal with uh, one being in terms of a separation, okay, first. Always separations. Separation means already we analyze all sentient beings intellectually. So cerebral death is definition of death. We say so, you know. Cerebral, so senile person is already kind of not human being. And very naturally, if you are the expenses of medi- um, medications is getting high, so very naturally we don't we don't take care of it. And also, vegetable person shouldn't be taken care of for a long time anyway, because he or she is not a ve- human being. I had uh, one of my relatives who was, anyway, a vegetable person. But his son, anyway, put him in a nursing home in Japan, and uh, anyway, he, uh, anyway, dies, finally. But I think the if you see that person uh, in terms of uh, intellectual understanding, there are lots of problems coming up. How much we should take care of it, how long we should take care of it, we should kill him or we should uh, put him sleep or not. Always lots of questions coming up. But I think in the beginning, from the beginning to the end, the person who deal, who receive that person and deal with him or her should be in the oneness, okay? Oneness. Even the vegetable person is same as the trees, birds, vegetables, winters, snows. What's the difference? Can't you kill the, the trees? Can't you cut down the trees recklessly? Trees, 
vegetable person, sinner, all the same. Anyway, we should stand up there from the beginning to end. Then you can deal with him or her when the time comes to die or not to die. You can decide. At that time, that decision is completely beyond your speculation. People accept you. But this is not the intellectual understanding. That is your practice day to day. You have to do it. So that's why everyday life is very important. No matter how long you see that that person, senior person, vegetable person, and thinking about how, how do we, how we take care of him or her. What is the theories? You know, we don't understand it. Point is, you must be anyway Buddhas and Bodhisattvas who has lots of compassion and deal with all sentient beings in the same way. That's why Dogen Zenji mentions uh, in the chapter of a birth and death, he says, uh, the, this birth and death is life of the Buddha. Anyway, we should practice again and again until you can accept vegetable person, sinner person as a Buddha. Okay? We have to practice this. Opportunity you can see senior person and the vegetable person is not always uh, occurred in your life. It's very rare. But even though it is rare, but your life is exactly the same as senior person and vegetable persons, you know, exactly the same. So you should take care of your life exactly according to Buddha's understanding human suffering, human work. Okay? That is your responsibility. If you have uh, something to say uh, to the <coughs> cards, if you have a card or if you want to send a card to him or, or something, not only the card, uh, I'm willing to bring them with me and uh, give them to him. When are you? Huh? When are you? Next week. Uh, maybe uh, 12. 12. 12. 